Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes, but it keeps us in God's word. And that's important for our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God. Please share these studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. Help them get into God's word, grow in their faith, and maybe even get to heaven. Make that commitment today to start sharing. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're talking about another one of those heart problems, problems of the heart from a spiritual perspective. And this one is prejudice. Now, we've looked at a whole bunch of these heart problems up to this point, but this one is the next one in line. And it's one that troubles our nation, but it also troubles a whole lot of other nations as well. In 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 21, we've used this as something of a base text for our study. And here the Apostle Paul wrote, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that you observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing with partiality. Now those two words, prejudice and partiality, are synonyms. They're referring to the same thing. To be prejudiced against something is probably to be partial toward something else. Now, a person can be prejudiced against something or somebody, and they can be prejudiced for something or somebody. You see, it can go both ways. But when they're demonstrating or exhibiting or feeling prejudice, that means they're partial toward whatever that is, They have a mindset of partiality toward whatever that is or whoever that is or against whatever that is or whoever that is. So it can go both ways. Now, we've talked about in a more technical kind of understanding, the idea of being prejudiced is to be prejudged. You've already judged your mindset about an individual or a group of individuals or some particular matter. Now, you may have prejudged in a negative direction, or you may have prejudged in a positive direction. It can go both ways again. But generally speaking, prejudice is usually exhibited in a negative way. That seems to be the nature of mankind and the exercise of prejudice. Now, as I said, there can be some cases where somebody can be prejudiced in a very positive way. They can say, you know, I really like that person. I love that person. You know, I, 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 yeah, I, somebody might say, well, I'm not sure. No, no, I'm, I'm sure. I know that person. Well, somebody might say, well, you're prejudiced. <laughs> you're prejudiced in a good way. You see the good in that person all the time. And that can be very positive. But most of the time, when we're talking about prejudice, we're talking about it being exhibited in a negative direction. And as I've said, there are all kinds of prejudice. A person who has experienced prejudice against himself or herself probably has a narrow focus of what prejudice really is because they're focused on that particular kind of prejudice that was exhibited toward them. But there's all kinds of directions of prejudice, as we said. Sometimes it's on the basis of skin color. Sometimes it's on the basis of race. 
And by race or ethnicity, I'm talking about people from one country versus people from another country. And we're not talking about skin color. We're talking about somebody who may look the same from one country versus another country. But we're also talking about what, is, what about within a particular nation like Africa? You know, we're talking about the continent of Africa, but there are a whole bunch of nations within Africa, and you'll have some of those nations that have exactly the same skin color. They may come from the same basic culture, but they hate one another. Now, there's prejudice on the part of each of those tribes against the other, and they look the same. Now, as I said, Northern Ireland, you go there, you've got white people who hate other white people and have for generations, not because of skin color, they look the same. Not basically because of ethnicity, they're from the same country for generations. But it's a religious matter, you see, to a great extent. Now, it becomes political, but you see what I'm talking about. You have educated people who are prejudiced against uneducated people and vice versa. Uneducated people who are prejudiced against educated people. You have wealthy people who look down upon poor people, genuinely poor people. And you have genuinely poor people who maybe hate is too strong a word, but they certainly do not like people who are wealthy because they got something they don't have. Those people, they just got it made, and I'm struggling all the time. Well, at least that's their mindset. And you have people from one part of the country who are prejudiced against people from the other part of the country, and vice versa. It goes on and on, you see. And in all kinds of different, takes all kinds of different directions. Now, what did we read, though, in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 21? God's word. The example of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The teachings in God's word. We need to put away prejudice of all kinds of negative prejudice. We need to do nothing with a negative feeling of partiality. We need to be the examples of love and acceptance. Now, not of unrighteousness. We don't love and we don't accept unrighteousness, but of love and acceptance in a godly manner and through godly principles. God holds no prejudice. We looked at Acts chapter 10, verses 34 and 35, and Peter opened his mouth in verse 35 and said, in truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. God offers forgiveness and salvation to anyone who will come to him through his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for forgiveness and salvation. He goes on and says, but in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. That is, is accepted by God. Again, who did God sacrifice his Son for on the cross? The world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him, whoever believes in him, should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. When Jesus extended the invitation to come to him, he said, come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew, 28 and verse, uh, Matthew 11 and verse 28. God's judgment 
is and always will be without prejudice. We looked at that in Romans chapter 2, verses 6 through 11, and verse 11 sums it up and says, for there is no partiality with God, no prejudice on God's part. We look at 1 Peter chapter 1 in verse 17. Peter wrote, and if you call on the Father, who without partiality or prejudice judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear. God judges without partiality. Now, we're told in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10 that we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ and receive the things done in the body, whether good or bad. However we have lived on this earth in our physical bodies, we will all stand before our Lord and Savior and give account thereof on that final day of judgment. But there will be no partiality. There will be no prejudice on the part of our Lord as our judge. We need to follow God's example in how we think and how we treat and how we deal with others. I want us to look at Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, and I want us to read verses 5 through 9. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 5 through 9. And here the Apostle Paul wrote, For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not be partakers with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Now, what what great statements those are. What great instructions those words are for us. That God looks upon us according to our deeds, not with prejudice afore, aforehand, but with, with, with his eye upon how we have lived either righteously or unrighteously. As individuals, not as a group, but as each individual human being. I want us to look at chapter 6 now in Ephesians, beginning with verse 5. And hear and understand, when our Lord walked upon this earth, um, servitude, slavery was common. It was common probably within most of the nations on the earth at that time. And so here's some instructions from the Apostle Paul to those who might have had bondservants under their care and their guidance. Bondservants, here's, here's to the bondservants particularly to begin with. Bondservants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling in sincerity of heart as to Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as bondservants to Christ, doing the will of God from the heart with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men, 
knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will, re- he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. Now, the message is not just to those bondservants, though. It is the next verse Paul focuses on the masters. And he says, you masters do the same things to them, giving up threatening, knowing that your own master also is in heaven, and there is no partiality or prejudice with him. Who is the ultimate master in heaven? God. And so Paul says, you masters right now? So let's, let's you know, relate that. Let's process that to where we're at today. Let's say you've got workers out there working in a big company for an owner or a CEO, president of a com- company. The, response of, uh, the, the, the instruction to the workers is, do your work righteously. Earn your living for which you're being paid by doing the job for which you have been hired. Be respectful of your boss, of the owner, of your supervisors. But at the same time, you owners, you CEOs, you presidents of the company, you supervisors, you respect your workers who are serving under you. Treat them right. Give them their due. And in both situations, both groups of people recognize that God is the ultimate master, and he's watching. And he is taking account of how each of you are doing or fulfilling your particular roles, either in righteousness or unrighteousness. God shows no partiality in judging. He judges without without prejudice, and he gives us the ultimate example in how we need to think and treat and deal with others around us. We'll look a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Father, thank you for being totally righteous. Help us to strive to be righteous before you and to live up to our responsibilities and to put prejudice out of our hearts. Help us to be examples of acceptance and love. Help us to be the faithful followers of you that you want us to be and thereby to be great examples to others to help them put prejudice out of their hearts as well. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.